When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ty. Oh my goodness! Sorry, we, Ty, Ty's forgotten how to do the intro yeah. because he hasn't been here for seven weeks. It's episode one hundred and seventeen of the Talking Hockey Podcast. We got the boys back together for one one time. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use, leave a review on Apple, visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Yeah, what time do you have to dip, Ty? 37 minutes from now yeah seven hard hard cut off for him so he can go get drinks with his work friends as he plans it on pod that's exactly what you're doing i could read the group chat if you want me to yeah that is what you're doing you know what you know what get some friends after missing the last like five podcasts yeah after missing how many did you miss eric how many did you miss zero that's not I was true. on all of them. You were in Mexico true. for three months, and I think you missed <laughs> I'm that. pretty sure you were straight five. napping through it. Hey, <laughs> hey, I even joined podcasts from Mexico. That's how dedicated Well, you. the thing is, I play softball, and I can't – I also That's, yeah, it's not, the, that's not the excuse this weekend. So, so I missed one for softball. Next week was a, a Jays game. Um, yeah. Softball. You so you chose concert, to buy tickets for concert, a Jays game. Yeah. No, I didn't choose to buy them. Day. Eric, yeah, no, I he cho- no, no, he didn't choose to. He didn't choose to buy them. He chose to accept what they were when they were offered to him. But tonight, yeah. I have obligations with my work friends. Who's the one that made the obligations? Mm-hmm. You moron! What obligation do you have every Wednesday night? Talking hockey podcast. Oh, well, I have soft, obligations. What about soft- How about, my my question is: is the only one I will allow. Ty, what I other agree. like? Do you have anything any other night of the week? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's got more drinks with other with the same friends. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's I'm a very thinking. it's a very loser oriented. Well, listen, they, only, listen. They, they are insular, and uh, Ty Ty even sometimes shows up to my weekend plans, and he's like, actually, I want to go hang out with my work friends instead. He's because it's because he's cool there. He doesn't yeah, get any fun of. It's because he's an insurance eight. He's, he's not the butt of the jokes uh, when he goes to hang out. His his work friends don't know all the stuff that we do. They call him Tahir, and we say who? They think and he's like Ty, a cool person. Ugh. Whenever I hang out with Ty around his work friends, he's like, "Luke, you have to call me Tahir," and I'm like, "I'm not going to do that. I <laughs> refuse to. I've known you for eleven years as Ty. Why would I call you Tahir?" If I'm going to call you anything, it's going to be like Bumbaclot or any, it's going to be any other number of things <laughs> or than Tahir. Or yeah. dumbass or dramatic ass or yeah. any number of words that Okay. Matter. You know what? Yeah. We, we start off with our roasting me. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I like them better. You haven't been you. here to roast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So Why do you uh, like uh, we've been roasting you without you here. It's not as fun. Eric, I wanted to let you know. Yeah. I've gotten DMs from a couple people. Like fans Ooh. asking what happened to the Instagram. Um, you personal. You personally have gotten personally. Wow. Personally. Wow. 
I've had I've had a couple of talks that follow me to ask as well. And they're like they're like, what happened? And the answer that Eric gave us is sorry, I was in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Like what was that? That was funny. It's funny because Luke's Luke's gotten that response before. Everybody has. What do you mean? You know, they don't respond to you for three days. Sorry, I went and showered. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, I was taking a nap. Oh, I was sorry. taking a nap with my nap, whole roster. My I didn't see this. Yeah, I didn't see this. Yeah. I was. <laughs> so you know, I thought that was the most. I should come back on Instagram and be like, sorry. <laughs> Post this sorry, sorry, I deleted the app for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, was showering. Done now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, what are we talking about today? McDonough trade, Mike Greer hire, and the draft, or do we just want to do the no, draft? No, just do the draft. Draft rumors. Firstly, we can talk McDonough yeah. if we should. But uh... congratulations oh, yeah, to the Colorado. Congratulations, Colorado Avalanche. We Nazem talked about that. We talked about that. Get, okay, Nazem Kadri is going to get ten million dollars. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, actually, let's uh, talk anyway. about that quickly. Because the who are the two teams that who are the teams that were rumored? Boston and, and Seattle. Boston, yeah, Boston and Seattle both missing top six centers boston might not have any as of next year um so and they're gonna give cadre 10 million cadre is that the is that the plan which is pretty funny because their fans complained about cadre being so dirty for however many Uh, years well they'll love it when he's on their team being dirty yeah exactly (laughs) the 10 million was the high end though wasn't it like it it was a pretty broad yeah it was said the number like kiprios and kiprios has been wrong on a few things granted or quite a few things recently supposedly yes uh but he said the number i hear uh, is it starts at eight and it could go as high as 10 and then he said the two teams that he's hearing are starting at eight makes sense like yeah yeah and, and then he said also Arizona is a big player in Kadri, which makes no sense, but uh, we can talk about that. He's a personality that would probably play well in that market. Kadri in Arizona? Yeah. yeah. Why would Arizona want Kadri at all? That, I don't know. Well, <laughs> like, so Kiprio says it's because they're desperate to show their fan base. That just because they're going into this rebuild doesn't mean we're not serious, which makes no sense. <laughs> but why would Kadri want to go there? Oh yeah, I want a cup. I mean, if he wants I mean, ten million dollars, he has. A yeah, if he right? wants like, and he yeah. wants to live if in the sun for the next end. eight years or seven years, so that sounds like a good deal to me. He, I would like. And that. you just said it. He won a cup. Like he won who knows cup. if he wants another one. <laughs> like if he, does, if he wants another one, he'll stay in Colorado. Colorado for like six million dollars. If you sorry, this is my opinion. If you win a cup, and then you're like, you know what? I don't want anymore. Just retire. Retire. No, like, retire. you need to make your next eighty no, million dollars. You need to make your money. <laughs> yeah. You need to make. Kadri hasn't you made his money yet. Your... You know what? I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna sound like an old boomer right now. You guys are what's wrong with the game. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kadri, go make your money, my brown brother, and uh, do it in Arizona, do it in Boston, whatever. But uh, go make your money, man. You don't need another cup. Fuck it. And if you do want another cup, take six million, stay in Colorado. That's all you need to do. You'll win another cup there if he stays. Anyway. Oh, if you went to I wanted... Boston, wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, Ty but... wants to talk about what he came here to talk about for the first time. Yeah, in but seven I episodes. don't want him to t- start talking about it because I'm mad at him right now for not showing up to the last 18. So I'm going to keep mm. interrupting him. The number just keeps rising for how many he's missed. <laughs> Five, 18. Look how miserable he looks right now. He looks so sad. He's sad boy, uh, sad it's, puppy. It's because he's not used to getting 
chirped anymore. You know, he's yeah, anymore. Who that like sonnet, he's he's worshipped. I, I think, I think, I think women that. like kiss the ground that he. No, women kiss the ground that he walks on at sonnet. <laughs> <laughs> and then women spit on the ground he walks on outside of sonnet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. The, the, the thirty plus year olds get desperate, eh? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm an insurance. There. I'm an insurance. Ever since I went to Backstreet Boys. On the weekend, Martin, or Eric said I'm an insurance 12 out of 10. Yeah, so. I did. I did say that. Did Eric say couldn't that. even care to turn up the volume on your yeah, story. Like, Where are you? And I literally said, I'm fucking at Backstreet Boys. There's like a video on the story. Yeah, I didn't listen. I just saw it and I saw story. like girls beside him. And I'm like, what girls want to hang out with Ty? That makes no sense. Sonic girls. Yeah. There must be something in the water at Sonic. But I, heard, I don't know, man. But I saw Drake. Went to the yeah. Every girl that I've place. introduced Ty to, every girl that I've introduced Ty to, doesn't want to hang out with him. So I don't know <laughs> what these Sonic what girls Ty, do. What, like, it's either these girls have like nobody else like normal or slightly normal around, no. or there's something wrong with it. There's uh, he's not control. enjoying this very much. The girls I the girls I've introduced him to, they like him. I'm kidding, Ty. Okay, you can <laughs> you can you can look a bit happier now. Okay, Smile. I just want him to cheer up. He looks like he's ready to jump. Because, because hey, hey Ty, that. you know the Logic song? You, you want to call yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I already, I've always made the joke. Logic made suicide cheesy as shit with that song. So, <laughs> what? Uh, Martin has no idea what we're talking about. He's probably never listened to a, a rap. Yeah, Martin, Wait, Martin only knows. Martin, have you never heard the Logic song? Logic No, Martin only knows tragically hip. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, bare naked ladies. Yeah, that's Martin's vibes. <laughs> if Martin had never heard a song by a black person, I would not be shocked. <laughs> that would be like the least shocking thing I've ever heard about. No, the only black uh, songs you would have heard is like, uh, who's the guy who sings Wagon Wagon Wheel? Our Darcy Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Yeah, there the, you go. <laughs> yeah, the only black country singer. <laughs> yeah, the only black country singer. I was, I was, I was literally picturing that guy, but I had no idea what his name could even possibly be. I was, I was gonna, the, the I was gonna say like Daryl or Darius Tucker or something like that. Yes, that's Martin. Yeah, that's Martin's Martin. vibes. Let him, let him adjust no. his hat with his flow going right now. You know? Yeah, yeah. Look at that, look at that lettuce. All right, let's right, get into the draft. We only we only have twenty seven minutes more of time. That's what we got. And this is so to talk about the past two years. We had a draft expert, or even three, had multiple draft experts come on. This year, because you know, talking hockey's been a dying page. I am the draft expert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, no. So actually, actually, actually a friend of the show. We will, get an app, we will get a draft expert on the podcast. We will have to because we cannot leave people with just ties information. <laughs> Lucas, this, this is how much. This is how much Eric doesn't care about the podcast. He doesn't even try with his mic anymore. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's not even plugged in, and I don't even notice until it's too late. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we had rachel dory the last two years and then we had william we had Scouch. scouching scouching yeah, scouching yeah. last Yo, year scouching did not and... respond to my dm i was really i was really hurt yeah did rachel i guess i guess we can't rachel really is not an option anymore she's all that's uh, unfortunate she's she's probably in montreal right now to be honest too 
But uh, yeah, so, so this year, uh, I don't want Ty to take any credit for this list that he has, actually. It's friend of the show, Adam. That's whose list it is. Why don't we have Ty's Adam on the podcast? Because <laughs> I don't you know, know what? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. At least we'll have hit, like, at least the person who made the list should fucking talk about it, not fucking yeah. Ty. <laughs> All right, Ty. What, what? What? Who do you think is the best skater on this list? That's what Rachel. That's the kind of content Rachel would give us. Who's the best skater? Who needs to work on their skating the most? You know what? Who's I don't the know. best value pick? Listen. So what I wanted to start off with is that <laughs> Montreal has the first overall pick. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now we'll get back into the show. Listen, so what I wanted to start off with is that Montreal has the first overall pick and they like, okay, so, so for however many years you've been looking at this draft coming up and being Shane Wright, easy number one pick. Yep. Then I don't know what happened, but that changed. Could be people overthinking things. He was, you know, he was one of what they call it, the generational talent in the OHL. He got drafted a year earlier as a 15 year old. He had a really good kind of, you know, draft, the 16-year-old season considering his age. He had a okay 17-year-old season. COVID killed, you know, killed a year of his development. But, you know, he maybe got off to a bit of a slow start this year and wasn't like a dominant, you know, he's not McDavid, but he is still, you know, he he, sh- he was projected to be the clear-cut number one overall pick. And then you started hearing things coming out of Montreal that, hey, they might not take him. Even like Corey Pronman has Slavkovsky going first. Corey Pronman has Shane Wright going fourth overall. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that when I saw the it. The way you look at Shane Wright, at worst, his his floor is like a number two centerman in the league. Right? Yeah. He might not put up, he's not McDavid, he's not gonna be, you know, a Matthews, he's not gonna be, you know he still could be a solid top six center for like his 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 low end is like probably like a heishier level player right it's kind of the way i would describe it right like he I right. think he's a comparable like a nice he's not gonna blow yeah point center good you know solid defensively solid offensively maybe not and again we're talking about his like the low end not the high end but that i think his is a very good comparable for the low end and he shares not to say anything but he sure he's still a He's a very good player. player. Very good yeah. player. You need players like him. And, you know, Montreal's probably upset they're not drafting first overall next year, but to get Bedard, but you know, there's they they are very much going to go off the board here and take Slavkovsky first overall. Doesn't mean I think he's the best. Doesn't mean Do our, our draft experts think, think he's the to? best. I think they're going to. Oh God! Why? Leave it Why to do you think that? Screw up that pick. Just the the sentiment that's coming out. What scouts are saying. Bob McKenzie, right? Bob, because Bob McKenzie's draft rankings have Slavkovsky first overall, and he's yeah, also he's, a good player. He, he, he. But yeah. So what Bob, Bob does is he takes that. he takes scouts. 
Bob takes all the top scouts. He does a poll. They yeah. give them their results. He just puts, you know, who who had first overall, right? Who but they he have also first? said, yeah, but it was he used ten out of a possible like he he does twenty or so something twenty five, and he he just used ten at random. It sounded like okay, and but still those yeah, ten but that's, had... that's a good that's a good you know Bob McKenzie has been right. Every single year, who goes first overall? Yeah, but he said another ten could have been chosen, and it would have been Shane Wright. Sure, Maybe. but I think yeah. that Bob McKenzie's oh, I... list—he's not a scout. I think it's pretty. He's taking scouts' opinions, but he's been right for a lot of these first overalls. Again, Corey Pronman, Slavkovsky first overall, and Pronman, say what you want about his scouting—you know, he's you know probably one he's of the biggest ones out there, right? Your, your buddy's list has Slavkovsky three. I know. So Shane Wright, it does exactly. But I'm just saying, Shane Wright is still the 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 top prospect in this draft. I don't think he goes first overall. I and Slavkovsky, I personally think that Cooley is better than Slavkovsky. I even think that. Um, I think there's at least three or I think there's at least four or five players in the draft that are better than Slavkovsky. And I'll Luke has tuned out because he has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so, so why do we think Slavkovsky? So Just because that's Slav- what... But the only reason Slavkovsky has jumped to number one now is World Junior's performance. And mm-hmm. basically, I think Shane Wright just didn't live up to what people expected him to. Not that he didn't have an ama- like a very, very good season and everything like that. I just don't think he lived up to the hype. So I think Slavkovsky's outperformed expectations and Shane Wright... Um, uh, fell below expectations and people are using expectations as a judge for whether he should be going who who should be going higher it's kind of my theory on this and yeah and i think montreal i don't know man like they they they've done it before i know it's a whole different regime but they did it before with kotkaniemi right yep kind of went kotkaniemi was like a top 10 pick that 2018 draft but mm-hmm. they went off the board and took him third overall over quinn hughes over you know who else was there? Quinn Hughes, uh, I think, uh, was a big one. But, Quinn you know, the big Brady one. Kachuk. Uh, right. Brady Kachuk was the biggest one. Right. Yeah, And Brady Kachuk was the obvious pick. Like, mm-hmm. by he, far. Even Quinn Hughes, obvious. right? Like, yeah. right, yeah. So, so, and now Kaka Yemi is on Carolina and does nothing on the ice. If Kaka, yeah. yeah, so, uh, like I said, totally different regime. Everyone from that prior one was fired, but, you know, they they have gone off the board before. I think that their GM Hughes is kind of also known for kind for for doing, or he has this reputation maybe that maybe he's also the same way. He has his gut pick. He also did coach Cooley, I think. Yeah, back I, don't, in the day, I don't know. Right. So I could see Cooley going first. Everyone seems to think well. if they take Shane Wright, there's there's no losing. They could take a higher risk pick that could outperform Shane Wright, be a top winger. But, you know, Shane Wright's the, 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 the clear-cut number one. interesting thing that comes from here's... Montreal... Yeah, sorry, Martin, go. Go, then I'll say. I think Montreal has to nail this pick. And they, I think yeah, Shane Wright is to. the nail. Like, and they know it. Like, it's so obvious. It's... Like, everyone is still like, okay, Slavkowski, pretty, like... Dark Horse, maybe Cooley. It's but funny because New Jersey... Shane Wright's like the guy that's going to be a... Yeah. 
New Jersey probably Shady. has the easiest choice in the draft because either Montreal fucks it up and drafts right and they mm-hmm. grab Slavkovsky. I'm guessing they draft Slavkovsky, though I think they could use a defenseman more than another fucking center. Your check is great as well. Hey, uh, I mean, I like Nemec Your more, check. but but okay. uh, we'll, we'll discuss that in a second. But the interesting thing about Montreal, that and this news just came out like yesterday, is they signed a, a multi-year deal with uh, Team 33, which is like a company that offers like pro scouting services for ranking players essentially so it's a change all i'm saying is it's a change in direction from what montreal has been doing in the past right so there is that i think you you have to take that in consideration as well like they they might be getting on the service because they want to think differently about things and maybe the old regime would have fucked up this pick with the subkovsky or something like that but i think you know them going and getting professionals who use analytics and all this stuff a little bit more might be uh, a sign that they're, they're going to go with the right pick, which is Shane Wright, in my opinion. Yeah, Shane Wright's the safe pick. Like, he's so, going to be an NHL, not one superstar other, per se, but he'll be a, a stuff, like a player. One other interesting thing I wanted to say. So Corey Pronman again, he, he did an athletic podcast a couple of weeks ago. I saw this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was asked, like, there was, like, a fan question. I was asked, like, what percentage of NHL teams have Shane Wright at number one? Because they all have their own draft boards. And yeah. Corey Pronman said under 60% did. Somewhere between 50 and 60% only had, had Shane Wright at number one. So, yes, yeah, so it's about half and half. I bet Ottawa doesn't because they're fucking stupid. So, <laughs> there's a lot of plays this can go. An interesting stat that uh, one of the analytics guys pointed out is if Subkovsky goes number one, he would have the lowest star probability of any forward taken first overall since 1990. According to this specific model. And this is a model that's fairly good and has been better historically at the draft than NHL scouts have been. And he would have the lowest lowest star probability out of anyone going first overall since 1990 when the model first started tracking this this stuff. I haven't been paying too much attention um, to it. Like, I just knew Shane Wright was at the top, and then it, like, Slifkowski flew. Mm-hmm. But, like, how far did he fly out of, like, where was he ranked on previous ones? So, I remember seeing him as a 16-year-old at the World Juniors a couple years ago for Slovakia. And yeah. I remember looking at, you know, he's projected to be somewhere in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think he's always been, you know, Top ten, top, top 10. five, moved up to top five. He's not out of nowhere. No, but Obviously. it's out of nowhere that you know. If you asked in twenty twenty, who's going to go first overall in twenty twenty two? It was clear cut. Chain. If rank. you asked in December, Slavkovsky wouldn't have even been number one. On right. Most, yeah. On most teams' boards, like it's really only the last what three, four months. The seven goals and seven games in the Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> Like that, that's so, ba- that's basically like th- and this to speak about this model again this model that's saying Slavkovsky has the lowest star probability in in 30 years uh has shane wright at number one and Slavkovsky all the way down at 15 or 16 which i think is crazy which because is i think prob- that it's model just definitely yeah. too low and you know there's biases with the model right like you know some players don't play in a you know adult leagues as much and you know doesn't track every single competition they play in so it's not going to include stuff Slavkovsky did in international tournaments only what he did at uh with his pro team like all that stuff aside 
which means, you know, I don't think he should be going 16, but it's definitely, like, I, it's very difficult to say he'd be, he should be going first overall. And I think the excuse that, like, people use about him having played against, like, men in the pro league and all that stuff, I think it's a weak excuse because the model yeah, accounts it... for that stuff, too. <laughs> and players that perform well in adult leagues will <laughs> perform better, better in the NHL. And historically, if you just look at it, like, as a... In an unbiased way, players that don't perform well in the adult league, even at the draft age, don't perform that well in the NHL as well. So, my I have some quick jot notes. Scout provides me some quick jot notes of Shane Wright's game. He has a very good, you know, pro game that's going to translate well. Good shot, very good two-way forward. So, you know, he has a very he's a game that can go pretty well to the NHL right away. I think second um, overall. Rachel Dory compared him to John Tavares. Him to John right. Tavares uh, last year. Just easily to translate. Easy to translate to. I want to hear about Thanks. this Eurocheck dude. Eurocheck. Sure. So, my scout notes provided me. He's a right-handed defenseman from the Czech Republic. Um, very strong defensively, which you know people don't seem to value, but you know having a good shutdown defenseman is good. Who can you know, skate? Good shot, great first pass, and very good hands. Six foot, three hundred eighty-nine pounds. You know, um, I think he's a solid right-handed defenseman. Second overall. You have him second overall. Yes. Uh, that 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 seems quite high for what I think his. So did. Is. So <laughs> did Corey Pronman. That's not a good thing in your favor there. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what scouts in New Jersey think. I I, I have yeah. a hard time. Like, man, if you draft, if you draft him second overall, like at second overall, you're trying to get a star. You know, what I, I mean? think he will I, be. I don't think he's a star. I think he's like a guy that you know you'll put on the second pair, lead a second pair type guy. I don't think he's a. Oh, I'm trying to get my next Quinn Hughes my Kale McCarr on defense or my next insert top forward player on offense type of thing. Like, I, I don't think he's that type. He's, he's a guy that's going to be leading a first pair or, t- or number one defenseman. I have a hard time seeing that from what I've seen. Whereas defensemen yeah, are also tough. They're, t- they're just tough. Defensemen are tough. really tough, but there's, but True. there's been very, you know, Heiskanen was an obvious pick. To you know, be a star defenseman. And Hughes was always going to be a you know a, was a star directly from when he was drafted. Everyone knew he was going to be a star, right? The fact that he fell so far was ridiculous. Kemakar, yeah, it, you know, came a little bit more Ish. out of nowhere for sure. But you watched. It was hard to reject Kemakar, yeah. And, and that's because he played in you know junior A, yeah, junior, junior A. a. So it's very difficult, and you know it, that aside, Colorado genius move on drafting him at that spot um the but you want to grab like i don't understand why someone would grab him over like simon nemich or something like that like i feel like nemich has the quinn hughes level kale mccarr level potential even if maybe there's a lower chance of him succeeding and being like a shutdown top four defenseman type guy like nemich from every model you look at looks like he's the next star defenseman to come out come out like his star probability like there's almost been no one that says has had as high a star probability as he has had over the last like decade like higher than quinn hughes 
higher than Adam Fox, higher than all these guys. So, if I think if New Jersey is looking at it, they should be looking at Nemec at second overall. Number rebuttal. three. Ty. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, what's your rebuttal? I don't know. I, I don't have a rebuttal. Okay. I have to be honest. Hockey has not uh, not been what I've been looking at that often. These are my quick notes that I've provided. Backstreet Boys concerts, guys. Been too busy. Yeah. <laughs> Third overall, we do have Slavkovsky. We've talked a lot about him. Big body, six four, two twenty five. Uh, good hands, good shot, good skater, and uses his does body it, very well. So, New Jersey does seem like the type of team that would go on the hype and draft. Like if Shane Wright's not taken. Uh, no, if Shane Wright is taken at one, I think they take Slavkovsky. I think they need a defenseman. Yeah, yeah, I think New Jersey goes for a defenseman because you think like, they already have Heeshear. They have um, Jack Hughes, Hughes. obviously. Uh, they have Jesper they... Brad, who's insanely good. If they yeah. keep him, and uh, if the Dawson Mercer, right? And I was, that's what I was going to say. Dawson Mercer can play three C. He might be a winger, but he can play three C. As well, and then they have uh, one of their other first round picks. Uh, what's his name? Uh, it's bothering me. I don't remember his name right now. Uh, but who can also play third slash fourth line center? It's, it's his name's escaping me. New Jersey fans know who I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so I think they they're fine on center depth. I don't think they. And again, I'm not advocating for position over. Is Slavkovsky a center? I thought he was going to be a winger. No, he's left wing. No, he's. He's going to be a center in the NHL, I would guess. And people and teams will be drafting him as if he's going to be a center, I would say. Though I do get like some written and vibes from him in some aspects, so I don't know. Okay. Fourth overall, Logan Cooley. Um that that's a very like mild like that's I feel like he's guaranteed top 5. Yeah, you know, he's good. He's good. Uh, quick and speedy, good shot, high level skill, and scores off the rush. I think what so, might fall down yeah. a little bit because he's a little bit on the smaller side. 5'10, 168. High wise. So, center. Who, who yeah. has the third overall pick? It's Montreal, New Jersey. Then, someone want to pull this up for me? Yeah. It's Arizona. Uh, we Arizona? got Arizona. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. I could see Arizona drafting him. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a good pick for them. I'd say. I think they're passing um, on Slavkovsky too. No. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm gonna get. Ugh, I don't know. I I think Slavkovsky shouldn't be going so. top three. I don't think he should be going top three. That's just my personal bias on it. But I, f- I feel like Arizona. Like someone. But I feel like Slavkovsky is gonna go top four. I think for sure. If so many. If so many. Scouts, like I believe Bob McKenzie, right? Like I get, I get where Bob McKenzie does it, so I'm guessing he's gonna go top three. But and if anyone's gonna screw up the pick, it would be Montreal. I Eric, I literally just said at the start that Pronman said that forty to sixty percent of teams, no fifty to sixty, fifty to sixty percent of teams don't have Shane Wright at one. So that means a whole bunch probably have Slavkoski at one. I mean I mean they probably not. they might some might have Cooley at one, some, might, some Yeah, they might have, have other players. Ones, some might have, you know. I think th- this draft there isn't a clear top 10 players. Like a, a lot of these like, you know, if I'm looking at this draft like Cooley could go 
two or three. Uh, Cooley could go one. Two or three. I could see Montreal even taking Cooley. Nemec can go two or three. Like there, you know. Uh, I, I think there's a bunch of guys that like. I don't think this this drafts as solid as some other drafts have been. So fifth, I got Savoie, Matthew Savoie. Uh, good speed, good shot, very good speed, good shot, good passing. Uh, not afraid of physicality. 5'9", though, 179, fifth overall center. Um, I think that's, uh, that's that I don't have much to say. Got to be honest, haven't scouted very much. These are just the quick notes. But uh, I also used to hear his name back in the day. Um, another guy could go top four. Yeah. Like everybody's talking about these guys as if they're going to go top four. So someone's going to have to fall out. And I'm guessing it's not going to be Slavkovsky. But... Yeah. Wasn't it when these kids were like 15? It was this year was like Shane Wright was really hyped like when they were 15. Shane Wright, Savoie, and uh, Brad Lambert were like yeah, three of Brad the Lambert was, Brad Lambert, Brad Lambert was took almost a, was on a comparable level yeah. to Shane Wright. But uh, I think it's because Brad Lambert played for Finland when he was also 16 years old at the World Juniors. Yeah. I think anytime anyone sees that, they're like, oh. This guy's and gonna be he, great. He was on track, but he fell off the last two seasons. He's been, yeah. not, you know, not saying nothing, but he really hasn't performed over the last two years. Some people are talking about uh, Stevie Y taking a pick on him at Detroit's pick. I forget what Detroit, uh, what number eight. Detroit's at eight. People have been talking about what user uh, userman grabbing him at eight, and I was like, I don't know about that. Remember. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a mistake to go in the first round. To be honest, at this point, like two year, like two years be- before your draft, you've like fallen off like that. It's not just one bad season; it's two now. You know, and those are yeah. your two most, your best predictors for your future success are your those two seasons plus your draft plus one year. Those are the three years that matter the most. Yeah, All right. I I agree. And he looks so like six. he's falling way off. Six, we got Simon Nemec. Talked about him, right-hand defenseman. Great skater. Okay defensively. Could arguably okay. be the best uh, player to come out of this draft. Good playmaking. Yeah, could be. He's he, but, And remember, yeah. he's also a young... He's a, a he's on the younger side, too. But you, right. you know, defense is also important. We tend to undervalue that in this, in this world these days. Seventh yeah, but overall... He, but, but he's playing in a men's league. In a men's league where... He's both well. He's young in terms of like uh, his draft year. He's one of the youngest people in his draft year, and he isn't like a huge body player, right? So mm-hmm. he, he, I think you have to adjust for for that as well. Is all I'm saying, basically. Uh, like he'll learn. Vanilla, like it's just like Quinn Hughes, right? Like Quinn Hughes is gonna learn yeah. how to play defense. Well, I don't know about that one. I think <laughs> Quinn Hughes should have been a forward. I guess, yeah, anyway. Danila Yurov, seventh overall. Russia, so that's the problem right now. Players coming out of Russia. Um, good competitor and uses his body. Great vision, good skater, decent shot, and has high hockey IQ to win puck battles. Well, 6 1, 178. Well, sp- yeah, I got let's enough. talk about the reasoning. Elite prospect that's, has him way down. Well, you know what? Elite prospects. 
Well, I mean, Can all suck a dick. Like, everyone's talking about this, right? All the Russian players are rumored to be yeah potentially because dropping. well, yeah, that that's the problem, right? Like they they might not be able to come here, that's right? Fair. That's fair. So like, really and, you're, and he's actually a guy that people are talking about being in the top five. He could drop out of the top ten if all this stuff about Russia is true and what's happening with Kaprizov right now, what's happening with uh, uh, that Philly the, goalie. The, the goalie, yeah. Fedotov, I think his name is. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, just got arrested. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, well, he, I, he was arrested and then sent off to some base in the middle of nowhere, I'm pretty sure is yeah, the story. I, who knows? Uh, so, and there's a lot of Russians at the top of this... In the first, that should be going in the first round. There's at least like six or seven. So a Pro, it's a problem next year as well for Mitchkov. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, Mitchkov is a whole other thing because he's also signed for three or four well, years. Well, they also won't be in tournaments and stuff. Like they're not yeah. invited to the World Juniors and stuff. Yeah, so they're not going to be seen. It's going to be interesting. Yep. You can, is, there's either going to be a lot. Are of there scouts at KHL games? Like I doubt it. Like I. Right now, yeah, yeah all... maybe not. <laughs> But there's either going to be a lot North of players America. that get drafted too high and then never end up coming in the NHL because of political, you know, real-world reasons. Or there's going to be a bunch of players that are drafted really low because of these real-world reasons, and they're going to completely outperform the draft because they grabbed these guys who should be going in the top 10 at, like, 25 or 30 or something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sorry, Ty, continue with your list now. Uh, number eight, Joachim Kemmel. Uh, he was also a guy who, you know, who Finland took and was supposed to uh, at the World Juniors. I'm a big World Juniors guy, and everyone was talking about, oh, this guy could, this guy's going to be good, and he didn't seem to impress anybody at the World Juniors. Um, and so, anyway, the, the the notes we have for him: decent skater, good shot, good vision and skill, but needs to move his feet more and drives to the net, but is not very strong because he's 5'11", 176. Um, so he's a yeah, little I just, light uh, for yeah, his little light. Height. Yeah, he's yeah. that. But you can grow into that. That's for sure. Number nine, we got Denton. Oh God, Matt Matejchuk. Got to be honest, <laughs> I, I haven't wanted. I don't know shit. I usually make fun of Eric for for talking shit about <laughs> names because he doesn't know people's names. Yeah. <laughs> um, dynamic, very good skater. Great hands and skill, good passing, good defending. It's a left-handed defenseman, uh, 5'11", 187. Good defending due to his speed and a good shot. Ninth overall. It's probably going to be a top-four defenseman right there. I think that all of us don't very know, really know that much, so you know we can... Yeah, I'm, I, maybe... after the top 10, I'm kind of... Uh, yeah. I'm... Jonathan no, no. Lettermacki. Lettermacki, sorry. 10th overall. Pure goal scorer. Great shot, good skating, good skill, good puck protection. 5'11", 172. Here at number 11, we got Brad Lambert. Wait, Great wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually? Yeah. There's, yeah. Like, all, there's like some so many scouts that don't even have him in the first round. And got him at well, 11. You can get him at 11. Uh, actually, this was... The, so, so the notes we have... Uh, it looks like I've, we've changed a little I feel like bit. It's still worth a pretty high pick. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I think Why? that because I think he was that, good three years ago. 
<laughs> we have a couple. We have a couple guys who who've kind of moved up since this. Uh, I'm I'm doing the notes here. Mm -hmm. um, the up the like the ones that we have from Adam. He sent out another list. He has him at 14 now, so dropped a little bit. Uh, Connor Geeky's he has at 11 now, but Connor Geeky uh, people was, are very yeah. high on. There's Cutter like, Gauthier, really right? These are all guys who could go on the top 10, but aren't there yet. Um, uh, anyone anyone else you want to talk about here? Maybe post this list. Maybe make a post for it. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have Eric access to the Instagram. Post. <laughs> I'll post the whole list on uh, in the, the description of the podcast. All right. All right. So all right. we'll do a quick – I'll do a quick read-off. So uh, we, we won't go in-depth on these guys because I actually do have to go now. So 11 – actually, sorry. So I, I did say Brad Lambert 11. That was kind of the mid-season. This is like the, 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 the final day rankings. Connor Geeky, Cutter Gauthier, Noah Oslin, Brad Lambert 14, 15 Philip Mishar, 16 Pavel Minyakov, 17 Isaac Howard, 18 Frank Nazar, 19 Marco Kasper. 20, Kevin Korchinski, 21, Ryan Chesley, 22, Liam Ogren, 23, Owen Pickering, 24, Yuri Kulic, 25, Alexander Pervalov, 26, Luca Del Bell Beluz. That's a, that's a name. That's a name. name and a half. But I've heard of this guy before. This guy plays on the Mississauga Steelheads, Luca Del Bell Beluz. 27, Lane Hudson. 29, uh, oh, did I did I skip it? I don't know if I skipped any, but uh, I want to talk about Marco Casper, good guy in Austria. Uh, he uh, he was at 19 on this list here. Uh, 27 Lane Hudson, 28 Nathan Gocher, 29 Rutger McGro McGro McGrorty. Sorry, that I choked on my saliva. McGrorty. Yeah, McGrorty. You added the Indian accent to that roadie. Yeah. Part. 30 Leon Bischel. 31, Jack Hughes. Uh, he went first overall in 2019, getting drafted again, going 31st overall this year. I'm just kidding. It's a different Jack Hughes. It's actually the son of the current Montreal GM. Maybe he'll go yeah. first overall. Uh, 32, <laughs> Tristan imagine? Luno. Yeah. 33, Jimmy Snuggerud. 34, Elias Salmonson. 35, Ivan. Oh, God. Miro... Shnishchenko. <laughs> I, I make fun of Eric a lot, but this is this is me reading. Man, brutal. I, number thirty-three. Jimmy Snuggerud sounds like a racial slur. No, I was gonna say his, his last name is one letter away from being a racial slur. Bro. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I was gonna say that. So right. I'm gonna head out. You guys can keep talking. I'm gonna go. No, that was my draft rankings. It. But that's yes, it. Thank you, Ty. We appreciate your no wisdom problem. and knowledge. And next I time, know. bring the person that actually wrote the list to the show. Yes. Yeah, that would 2023 draft. We'll see you guys next year. 2023 draft. We'll plan it a bit just better. Want, just want to say one more thing about Slavkovsky yeah. versus Wright. Wright has a 97% chance of becoming a star, according to multiple different Yeah, yeah, shows. nerd. And Slavkovsky has a 3% chance. <laughs> Together, that's a hundred percent, according to multiple models. Yeah, so maybe maybe Slavkovsky's uh, the three percent missing from Shane Wright. Yeah, he might be. He might be. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. The math adds up. Sounds <laughs> it's a conspiracy. That math does add up. There we go. <laughs> All right, see you next week, folks. Bye.
Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.